Welcome to the Fitz Group Podcast for its members and our community at large. Our desire is to create a connection with our audience, communicate through seasons of transition, and empower you to make your business all you dreamed it would be. Join us now for the next episode of the story that will be told with our hosts, Fitz and Heather. And we are back with you today. Boom. Just like that. Just like that. It's like we never left. <laughs> Only we did. But we're back. Yep. And um, today we are going to talk to you about a topic that we, we sort of expounded on. We created ourselves. Um, it's one of my favorites. It's called anticipatory critical thinking. Mm. Um, critical thinking at its base is the ability to remove your emotion or your biases so that you can see something from a, a, a new perspective. Mm. You, can, you can see it anew. I mean, if you, th- if you think about the word in itself, critical thinking, um, it's like it's critical to my life, to my success, to my well-being that I learn to think well. Mm. <laughs> and... Um, So we added the the term anticipatory in front of it because what we noticed about great leaders is that they tend to have this weird ability to see around corners. It's like they know what's coming before any of the rest of us do. (laughs) And um, so we are going to talk a little bit about how to anticipatory critically think today. Um, And it's a mouthful and we're going to cover it quick, which means we're going to leave so much uncovered um but what we want to do today is just talk about how we can how we can see around corners when we're creating a new system for our business Mm. how we can see around corners financially as we manage our finances in our business and how we can see around corners in our relationships Mm. as we i hate to use the word manage but we effectively impact the relationships around us well and i am a learned systems guy right i think when we first met i wasn't a systems guy back in college but i now uh now 20 plus years a couple of decades into owning my own business i love systems because systems are predictable you when you have a when you know if you're doing the alphabet there's a system a b c next letter is d you don't have to wonder it's going to happen so when you think about uh being able to see around corners if you've developed a system uh it should be doing the same thing around the corner as it is here. And so I remember, ah, I may have been 18, 19 years old. The first time I heard this, I was in a big coliseum and there's people up front talking that make lots of money. And I remember somebody saying, when you're developing a system, one of the things you have to ask yourself, if you're doing it right now and you're leading people in that activity, you have to ask, is what I'm doing learnable? Is what I'm doing teachable? And is what I'm doing duplicatable? Now I learned later, that's not a word, it's duplicable. But, <laughs> but that's what he said, LTD, learnable, teachable, duplicable. So by that, let's define it, <clears throat> learnable. Can she learn what I'm doing? Is that something that she has the ability and, and the capacity to do? Can she learn it? Second, can I teach her that thing that I'm doing so that then she can go do it? Do I have the, do I, so can she learn it? Yeah. Can I teach it? No. Well, it's not going to work. Can she learn it? No. Can I teach it? Heck yeah, but she's not going to learn it, then you're not really teaching it. That doesn't work. So it's got to, she has to be able to learn it. I have to be able to teach it. We're 
you know, you, and then duplicable. So once I've taught it, she's learned it, can she then go and teach it to somebody who can learn it and the system continues on? Right. Or is it only because I'm so super talented that it's working? That's not a process that's going to be working around the corner as it is here if it's based on you. Mm. But if it's a system or a process that's based on the system or process and anybody can learn it and anybody can teach it and they can turn around and run with that same message and duplicate it, that is a, a key piece of anticipatory critical thinking. Mm. Um, let's talk about that in finances. Ooh. Because... And I'm going to tell you, you got to talk about this one because... My wife should have gone into finances or something. You should have majored in that. Like, you are amazing at what you're going to talk about. Really? I don't want to build it up too much. Now, now you talk about it because this is what you, you should do this. Well, I appreciate the compliment. I'm not sure how fair <laughs> of a compliment it is or how <clears throat> accurate of a compliment it is. But I think um, it's pretty much all we've ever known is working on a – when you own a business, you're commissioned. Right. You don't – always know what's coming in month to month, um, week to week, day to day. You're not always sure what's coming. And um, you have to get smart about um, paying attention to how to see around the corners financially so that you don't, I mean, you're, you know, money is like oil to your engine. You mm. know, you don't want the engine of your business coming to a <laughs> grinding halt because you ran out of cash flow. And so you've got to protect your cash flow mm. when you are uh, commission to commission. Is that, am I saying that correctly? Yeah. Right, commission to commission. Yeah. So um, I think we talked about this in an earlier podcast, but I'm, so I'm just gonna briefly cover it. I think we did one on money management specifically, oh, if yeah. you wanna go back and do a deeper dive on that. But um, one of the most important things that you need to do is just pay attention to what are my weekly operating expenses mm -hmm. and what type of gross income did I make based on my sales this week? Right. And when I look at my gross top line sales this week, take away my operating expenses from the week, it's going to leave you either in the red or black. In our business, that tells you because we tend to, based upon what was submitted in applications, it produces pay two to three weeks down the road. So this is going to tell you whether or not two to three weeks down the road, you're going to be running in the red or the black. And it gives you a little bit of time to adjust accordingly, whether it be, I better figure out how to beef up my sales, or whether it be, I better make sure I hang on to this extra cash, because this is the season that we're heading into. But that's another, just hanging on to the cash is another tidbit that I would give you is, and I'm, again, um, look, we aren't, I read something today that said, um, I actually read it in the book of James, but it was talking about how teachers are really <coughs> held at a high standard and the most accountable. And, you know, there's a reason why people in general don't like to talk about money or finances, because I don't want to be responsible for leading you off of a cliff. Hmm. And um, so, you know, we're trying to tell you the things that we feel like have worked for us. And I know, like, for example, when we started increasing our cash flow and we still had credit card debt, we didn't instantly take chunks of cash and put it onto our mm. credit cards. That wasn't because we weren't, didn't believe in the depths of our heart how important it was to get out of debt. It was simply because we knew we had to protect the oil level in our engine. Mm. You, 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 you can't put yourself in a position that you're going to run out of cash. 
So we knew the, that you had to first keep that engine running because it would eventually produce enough cash and enough oil, you know, if I'm using that analogy, hmm. to that I knew that I could comfortably pay off our credit card and not be at risk of running the engine dry. And that was exactly how we attacked it then, was we decided to wait and make sure we had sufficient cash flow that we knew. I mean, you often hear it's important to have one month, three months, six months of, ex of, of expenses accrued as savings. And uh, by all means, when you're in a business to the best of your ability that is, that is um, commission-based, it's important to pay attention to making sure that you've got savings and that you protect your cash flow and, um, and, and you spend your money accordingly and wisely so that you're able to financially see around the corner. Yeah, and I didn't mean to build it up so big, but you are really good, I think, at forecasting. And it's, I think, as we've built this business over the years, <clears throat> we've discovered there are ebbs and flows to our industry. There are times in the year when people are buying more life insurance than others. And one of the things I feel like we've had to learn, we had to learn early on or we were going to go bankrupt, was when the times are good, set some aside. When the times are bad, you're grateful you set it aside. Right. Because there's going to be that ebb and flow uh, that happens. And I, I wish the ebb and flow wasn't there. I wish it was just always growing every single month and never ebbing or flowing. But I don't think that's the rhythm of life. Mm -hmm. And so being able to forecast, okay, here's what we did this week. And, and because we did this in this week, here's what we're going to get paid in four or five weeks from now or two weeks from now. Then <clears throat> it really helps you better prepare. And I know that back in those days, um, I was still in the personal production field and you're like, Hey, looks like we're going to be short, like a thousand dollars in a couple of months or a couple of weeks. And I was like, ah, crap. I'd go out there and sell a little bit extra to make sure that we were operating in the black and that we weren't going to run the risk of being in the red that week. Right. It was a big deal. Well, the last piece we'll throw out there, uh, for anticipatory critical thinking, it's a mouthful, uh, is, uh, relationally, right? Like being able to suspend that bias or, belief in order to practice empathy and think about it from the other person's perspective. And, I, you know, this, not to jump off into it, but in this, in this day and age, in our nation especially, and maybe the world at large, there's a lot of this not happening. There's a lot of um, people wanting to be heard rather than, than to hear, to, to be understood rather than to understand. And you just don't know what somebody's walking through. Um, until you take a moment to kind of step in their shoes and really take it on. Like it, it's, it's, um, I'm not saying you got to carry their burdens around, but you, you tend to offer people more grace when you really fully appreciate where they're coming from. And you may still not agree, but at least you have a bigger perspective on that, um, on that issue or on that mm -hmm. topic. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I also think um, relationally, they're probably, again, some personality types are more inclined to sensing or feeling mm. um, that something's not quite right or something might be off. Um, maybe, maybe you don't have a sensor in that way, but maybe your personality picks up on, hey, that person, the patterns of that person have shifted or mm. changed. They're not showing up to these events the way they used to, or they're not... Um, they're not communicating the way that they used to. And so it, the other thing, it's really important then when you sense that to address it early mm. um, and not wait until it becomes a problem down the road. Mm. Um, it's, 
it's one of those ways that, again, anticipatory critical thinking, which is also like act, if you think about it, mm -hmm. an appropriate go. way to act in order to help you see around a corner. And I think relationally is that there's nothing wrong with, hey, are we good? Mm. Hey, are you good? Is there something I can help you with? Mm. Hey, did I miss something like that maybe was really important to you and I completely missed it and I am so sorry. Um, it's there's nothing wrong you know uh, what's the expression um, clarification is the risk of embarrassment the, the the price you pay for clarity is the risk of embarrassment so you know you have to remember <coughs> that like that actually when you think about I'm a leader and I'm leading people I would rather be embarrassed that I was wrong than not check in when I had a sense and then be right only to find out that we get down the road and now there's a bigger break in the relationship than if I had addressed it earlier. Yeah, no, that's good. I don't have anything else to add to that, do you? Mm -hmm. All right, well then, now that you know, you, you know. know.